This is a Good Time Charlie production. On your marks, get set. really always dessert week when you're in this tent just like to a certain degree you know (laughs) welcome back to the tent it is crimpers it's a great british bake-off podcast i host it i'm terror 713 but i don't do it by myself because i couldn't possibly so i'm always as always i'm joined by the homie nick jew finally balance has been restored to the universe (laughs) (laughs) I'm not quite there yet, but I'm with you. I'm with you. And my man Tatum216. What's good, baby? Good evening. So uh I I didn't understand the syllabub joke at first. So of course I had to go look it up. And syllabub is a sweet dish made by curdling sweet cream or milk with an acid such as wine or cider. It was popular in the. Uh, it was a popular British confection from the 16th to the 19th century. It's an actual thing. I thought they was clowning. That sounds disgusting. Everything about it sounds awful. <laughs> just, just tragedy. It's like really they always eating that. This, this why this is why y'all sailed the seven seas looking for spice. Because <laughs> y'all was just <laughs> fucking up left and right. Good gracious, man. Uh, our remaining bakers in the tent this week is the homie Abdul. It is Carol. It is Dawn. It's Yanush. Yanus. Not Yanus. It's Yanus. I want to get his, his pronunciation right. It's Kevin, it's Maxi, Sandro, and Shabira. And uh, yeah, boy, howdy. <laughs> but speaking of Shabira, because that just happened to work out. Oh, let me see. I, I should have set this up before then. You know we got to hit you with a little, you know, the little news story because that's how we got to get down. So let me uh, get my audio work. Let's see if we can do this the first time. Let's see if this works once. I believe in you. Oh, Holy shit! There you go. If this bitch plays right off the rip, then uh, we've done it. Success, great success, people. All right, and go. Oh, that was in the middle of it. See, see, something had to be. But wrong. it did play. But it did play. <laughs> it did. And play. that is. This week's edition of Here we go. Bakers make the world go round. I did not re-record it this week. I I uh I should it's just so do a different good. record every week. No, <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's just it's just dumb enough to make me happy. Uh we snagged a story that uh it's from the good people over at Decider. This is Megan O'Keefe. I don't know Megan's work. I don't know that name. What if Megan's bad and I shouldn't be reading her shit? 
We hope for the best here. This article is titled The Great British Baking Show. That's how you already know it's wrong because we call it Bake Off around these parts. Paul and Prue don't understand Shabira's genius. Well, maybe they're from the UK because that's what they call it over there. Well, no, they call it Bacon Show. We call it. They, we, it's Bake Off in the UK. They, if, if somebody say Bacon Show, I know they only watching it on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That, yes. Thank you. Sorry. They're not down for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of the bakers on the Great British Bake Off, I'm just going to edit their, their writing going forward, is a perfect and unique flower-covered angel. But this season, I have a, spot, a soft spot for Shabira Yusuf. The Malaysian-born baker who has won me over with her creative ideals, proudly offbeat flavor combinations, and her sunny demeanor. Every week, Shabira attempts a complex concept in the tent, be it savory, savory satay macarons, sweet corn-flavored sponge, or this week's watermelon-flavored steam buns. Shabira never half-asses anything. She mm. always brings her A-game. The problem is judges Paul Hollywood and Prue Leith can't get on Shabira's wavelength. Because the show is literally called The Great British Bake Off, Shabir and her fellow contestants are held to a standard of baking excellence that is defined by a middle-aged Liverpoolian baker and a South African senior citizen. Oh, my God. <laughs> we ain't going to be out here disrespecting Paul Hollywood and Prue Lee. <laughs> oh, my God. These judges are praising the bakers according to their expertise, yes. But they also, they're also judging according to their individual taste. And Shabir's flavors are well outside Paul and Prue's comfort zone. Every week, the Great British Bake Off, it's more and more obvious to me that Shabir is a genius baker. However, because she's approaching each challenge as an invitation to be creative, she's being punished for her imagination. Hmm. It, <clears throat> yeah, we don't. Hmm. We, again, we'll get into that here when we review this hmm. week's episode. It hmm. might be built into the DNA of a bake off that you have to impress the judges. But Shabir is doing something wholly more exciting. She's trying to impress herself. And because of that, I'm afraid that she'll continue to be judged harshly and will be sent home before it's fair. All because Shabir simply has a different palette than Paul and Prue. Hmm. Do we want to comment on this now or wait? We're, we're going to give it a little bit. We're gonna, we, we, we will talk about this when we, we talk about this show. I'm going to let this woman get these, uh, get these off. All the way back in the first episode of this, of this season of, of The Great British Bake Off, Shabir revealed the baking is a sentimental practice for her. Before she left Malaysia for London, her friends showed her with, showered her showered her with lunch. I don't like that turn of phrase. And they shared a red velvet cake that would become the first cake she ever baked, unlocking what she calls a hidden talent. Flash forward to today, and Shabir is making everything from caramel bombs to steamed watermelon puddings that opened up to look like a cut op- open watermelon, and using a big fancy steamer, which she says is a big thing in Asia. Indeed, just as Every one of Shabir's bakes so far has brought a taste of another hemisphere to the Great British Bake Off. Shabir has used pandam, taro, nasi lemak, prawns, satay, milk tea, and matcha in her bakes. She used bright colors, whimsical designs, and difficult te- difficult techniques. The problem is Paul and Prue always have something nitpicky to say about her bakes. Okay, I'm going to already... This is where I'm going to stop this article. It is a waste of my time and yours. It'll be in the show notes. You can go read it your damn self. That shit just offends me. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm, like, I love Shabira. We'll talk about this in more detail. But didn't she fucking put corn in a cake? Thank you. It's corn. No, madam. No. <laughs> Let's hit the ground running. Uh, signature this week. Eight individual steam puddings. Had two hours to complete it. 
is they spoke about the the very ideal of steam pudding sounds gross to me. I want you to know that I'm not English. Mm-hmm. Maybe we all maybe we've been eating steam puddings of some sort this whole time. But I was just like, when Paul was so proud, you know, we make some of the best steam puds in the UK, and I'm like, sure, <laughs> that's not really for me, my guy. But uh, I'm glad you know that. Isn't uh, like creme brulee a steam pudding? No, because it's not a pudding. A pudding is basically a sponge in this situation. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And a, creme, a creme brulee this is, is more of a, a a pudding more than anything else. So, so uh, is first, it the is it that they is it the baking technique only that they, it's just that they they bake it in a steam bath? Is that what makes it? I, I believe that is the the whole purpose of, of in this particular case of a steam uh, steam puddings, figgy puddings, a steam pudding, and all you know your old school English joints. Your Christmas joints, so. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I get it. A Bay Marie and some nice it can, can do some things, but like I said, it just, I don't know, bro. We bake for a reason. Anyway, uh, Dawn's up first here. Her traditional steamed pudding uh, was going to be uh, have an orange sponge with caramelized apples decorated with candied orange peel and served along with a cremon glaze. Uh, Sandro's is making, uh, Sandro was making an apple and cherry crumble pudding. Uh, his sponge was topped with apple and cherry crumble and a caramel with cherry liqueur drizzle and served with a side of custard. The point is they had to make, not only did they have to make the steamed pud, they had to make a side. So it's like going to be, in a many a case, a creme anglaise, a custard, or a, a caramel, a caramel sauce of some sort. Carol named hers Little Beauties. It's a mm-hmm. ginger sponge topped top with plum compote, caramelized plums, and chantilly cream that was a... Uh, and then ser- and served with custard on the side. It was immediately when they showed me that woman burning those plums. I'm like, you have nowhere to go but right here in that tent. Your space is very small. How did you get away from it enough that you burnt them plums up? I knew what it was. I was like, she leaving this week. <laughs> it's just, come on, bro. Um, uh, what I wrote here is everyone is aiming for a light sponge, except for Kevin, who decided he was going to let his inner Scotsman shine. Kevin decided he was going to make clouty dumplings. Does a clouty sound like something you want to fuck with? No. Not in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Just so you, the listener, knows, and I mean, because again, they didn't give this, this, this little tidbit of information, a clouty from the Scots word clout. It's a piece of cloth or leather and a patch or a rag. It's a strip or piece of cloth rag that, that is used to make clouty dumplings. So the clout is literally there for the dumplings. That's what that, that's what that is made for. It's basically a fruit cake steamed in a cloth. It is what the version Kevin's making because you're actually supposed to boil it. Oh my God. If, my God. If you, if you know what uh, haggis is. Oh my God. Oh my God. Imagine it's dessert equivalent. And then you have a clouty dumpling. So haggis is I intestines, was cooking, but it like it's cooked in intestines. But yeah, I yeah. Was, it's like what is it like a sausage cooked in the set? In it's it's case? like it's like suet, uh, oats. It's, it's like a, a, a hog mob. A hog mob. A hog mob. It's like on principle, I would eat haggis but i know they boil that shit and they don't have no seasoning now put some fucking slap your mama on it and put that shit in like a gravy over some rice i probably would i could fade it here just so just so we can get it all out there haggis is a savory pudding containing sheep's 
pluck. Sheep's pluck in this case is heart, liver, and lungs. Yes, yeah, awesome. Minced with onion, oatmeal, suet, spices, salt, mixed with a stock, and cooked while, while traditionally encased in the animal's stomach. What is suet? Suet, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like, is a type of a like grain. A of Let's see what it is. Oh, no, you're right. It is. Suet is a raw, hard fat or beef, lamb, or mutton found around the loins and the kidneys. Imagine so, the fat so, that you got right around here. <laughs> so, like, take the oatmeal out of that, and if it was seasoned correctly, smothered in some Tony, gravy, I'm I'm smashing. You can use some Tony Saturis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, can, uh, we, we usually use suet for um, here, as far as I know, is for, to feed birds. Like, mm. you usually put the, um, the seeds and... Um, and you put it in that block, and it helps them keep you know, um, healthy throughout the like. Yeah, when I hear suet, I do think of bird seed. How interesting that it is actually uh, a particular fat from an animal. Uh, so okay, so Kevin, you, although like Jake said, these are traditionally boiled. He went for the, uh, trying to steam it in a cloth. Uh, they're going to be decorated with a uh, candied orange peel, served with a snifter of whiskey and a creme anglaise. And uh, in my notes, I wrote here: risk like this make me think Kevin. Is your next baker leaving the tent? (laughs) (laughs) We will see what next week brings. Uh, Shaber went with watermelon steamed puddings. It's a watermelon sponge that sits on top of a caramel coconut and tapioca uh, biscuit kind of like thing. Served with taro ice cream. Something apparently they are not hip to in the UK as Matt had to explain what it was. And I mean by that taro. And a lychee custard. And I wrote, as soon as she said she was using essence, you know, slash extract, I knew what time it was. Because mm. the move is clearly freeze-dried fruit to get the flavors how you want them to, to go without having the chemical taste. Especially something, something as delicate as watermelon. Like, watermelon yeah. flavor, this, like, apple flavor, that shit don't taste nothing like real watermelon. Like, they never even met. For real, for real. So, I, I again, I was like, hmm, well, we already see where this is going to go. Uh, Janusz, um, went with pina colada puddings, coconut flavored sponge, caramelized pineapples topped with a cream and an umbrella with a pipette of rum, coconut rum, forgive me, and served with a coconut creme anglaise. And it's, it, it is here, even as I read that out loud that I, I understand where it became, it was, it was far too much coconut is, is what it, what it ends, ends up being like when I, when I read that it's coconut Rum is coconut sponge, is you know, just that the thirds too much going on there, pimp. Uh, Maxi went with traditional stif- sticky toffee puddings, and yo, Prue was going up for it. She's like, Yo, I hope she make these shits right because I fuck with a sticky toffee pudding. Uh, these are dates and golden syrup in the sponge, topped with whipped cream, raspberries, and candy pecans, and served alongside a caramel sauce. Abdul went for fig and date pudding. Fig and date sponge topped with white chocolate dipped figs, which were sprinkled with rose petals, along with some isomalt sugar sculptures and a saffron and cardamom custard. Them shits was pretty. Yeah, I saw him sprinkle them little rose petals. I was like, okay, I see you, bruv. Uh, this is a note I had to write, and you can tell me I'm wrong. The steam queen, choo choo, <laughs> is how I know I'm just a child. Because when she did, the nation went with it. We called her the Steam Queen and she go choo-choo. I was just like, mm-hmm. It's okay, girl. You be the Steam Queen. <laughs> <laughs> As for judging this particular round, Shabir 
They said her design was amazing. The coloring looks great. One clever figure. It was dope. The ice, the ice cream, fragrant and sensational. I can't believe that this woman, Prue Lee, the world famous baker and you know star of television, has never had terror ice cream. I've had terror ice cream. They make terror ice cream at uh, at Mason's over here on uh, on the uh, on the west. Oh well, I guess near the West Side Market. If you want to get down with some terror ice cream, it's very good. It's weird that I've had terror ice cream and Prue hasn't. I'm nobody. She's somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um. Taste a bit fake, and the essence was, of course, to blame because like, like Nick just Nick just said watermelon flavor don't taste nothing like watermelon. They, I didn't. Even, it's Paul just, told her ass know. too. That's the thing too. Paul, we trying to tell they ass. He told her. He told her, and she did exactly oh, oh, oh. what he told her not to do. Consistently is dropping them little gems on you, trying to let you know what you should not be doing because I am the judge of this, and so you should be doing things based on my judgment because I'm the one judging it. And that's why this woman who wrote that story about how they they over here wilding her. No, they are not. They always give her 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 fucking props for what she does well. And they tell her what she did wrong. Guess what she did wrong? Here she used an extra essence. And that shit does not work. And this is the problem with the premise of that article. I was with her. Except for the fact that Shabira is the first one to be like, no, it didn't work. No, it was unsuccessful. I understand completely what you're saying every week. Yeah, because she knows where she where she goes wrong at and she knows where she's right at. Well, she 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 definitely swings for the fences like every time. Like her design work is second to none. I mean, yeah. I mean, Look. Abdul Abdul back though. Abdul back. <laughs> Dawn's still there. Don't for, don't sleep on Dawn. Don't sleep on Dawn's decoration though. Oh, you, that's you, the you only know, reason. I don't doubt that, but at the same time, like her bake was so perfect that it split open to look like a cracked watermelon. Like, no, she she did that shit. She did that shit, <laughs> yeah. and the fact that she does that theme throughout every week, like melon, yeah. corn. Uh, you know, some bull or whatever. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I fuck with her, but she's not infallible, and even she will be the first one to admit when she's messed up. Yep, exactly. Stupid article. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maxie's cream melted, but for once, it was the tent's fault, not the baker putting some some cream on a warm bake. They were like, "It's hot in the tent today." I understand, girl. Uh, good height. Moist but sticky, perfect sticky toffee texture. Just enough uh, nuts to balance it out. A great eat. I mean, come on, bro. Maxie is out here. Dawn, a little uneven looking. Uh, some have more topping than others. The apple was nice and tart. The orange works beautifully with it. Yanush, uh, sponge is a bit like tanning lotion. Very sweet overkill. And like I said, I didn't realize until just myself down that, oh yeah, he clearly... Uh, Coconut, everything is just too much. And so, like I said, a coconut creme anglaise with a coconut rum with a coconut sponge. It's like, nah, bro, you, you be overkilled exactly that. And uh, he, he, he overcorrected as, as, as it went forward. He made, he, it was no more errors for Yanush this week. <laughs> you, if you're making like all that coconut, a lime creme yeah, anglaise would have hit, would have hit. Oh, man, now I just, hmm. It's scrumptious. Uh, Kevin. <laughs> Misshapen. Looks My favorite messy. word came back. Stodgy. 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 <laughs> Too dense. The wrong recipe for this. Y'all know I go up for Kevin, but why he put them damn 
orange peels on there like that. <laughs> it was thick. <laughs> That's the traditional look. I'm like that. <laughs> he out there hoping he can bring uh, uh, Cluties back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just he crossed, crossed them shits and just sat them on top of the damn thing. It was so terrible. <laughs> I think he thought that whiskey was going to go harder than it did. It's like, bro, I don't want to eat your Clutey and take a shot of whiskey. <laughs> no, oh, no point, no. man. I kind of think they be trying to play uh, prove to the left. Like, just give her something to drink and she'll save you. <laughs> right? Get her drunk. Hey, <laughs> hey. I like a woman who knows she like to drink and she cool with it. So, hey, yeah, they do too, but they playing it like two left. Like, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna give her an extra shot because I know she loves it. She loves hey. the flavor things too. Like, just don't sure. be like get, trying to get her drunk and like, like grandma sit in the corner. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> so, in addition to burning the shit out of some plums at the start of this of uh, this challenge, Pokemon. Carol did not get hot enough water going in her pan. So her Marie was not hot enough to steam the puddings correctly. And when she flipped them hoes over and tapped on the bottom, what she got was um, not baked, not steamed, wet, raw puddings. My God. all looked absolutely, they, they looked awful. Uh, none of them, like you could see when she was cutting them out the little container and they was just jiggling. Oh, I was like, my God. Shit, not cooked. Them shits is That's not when good. I knew her ass was going home. I was like, oh, your <laughs> ass is going home. <laughs> so they managed to find some that was cooked enough. Taste delicious. Sharpness of the plum, delicious. But them hoes is flat. <laughs> and so they could not give her no love. Because they, they, they were. Her. Yeah. Hey, I feel bad for her. I, I truly do. That's like that's Lee's. That's my kid's favorite baker on this this uh this season. I don't know. Can't call it, man. I fuck with Carol, kind of tough. Yeah. <laughs> Lee yeah. loved the long shots. Okay. Sandro looks quite sweet and tempting. Sponge looks good. Mm-hmm. Sure Cherry, does. Apple. Sure does. <laughs> Cherry, apple, spice blend, and custard work beautifully together. The crumble's perfect. The custard's perfect. The cherry liqueur is perfect. This man deserved a handshake. And now, what the fuck? Stingy. Didn't Paul shake his hand? I thought about that. What? Because his hand, his hand was inside of his uh, his apron. I was like, man, take your hand. It always put is. It, on the table. it always. It's, 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 always it's, are. it's how it's how he keep himself probably like just you know aligned. You know what I'm saying? So he ain't nervous. But all you got to do is, Paul, reach that hand out. And I'm telling you, he coming out that pocket. (laughs) It's like all he wants is a handshake. I know. I feel so bad for him. I'm like, you playing him, man. You played my mans. And you know you played my mans. So it's okay. He'll get there someday. All right. Tactical this week made me laugh so hard. They were wrong for this. Set by proof. (laughs) Prue won the lemon meringue pie and gave him two hours to do it. Prue's instructions included this method, and it said, make a lemon meringue pie. That was and it. That was it. <laughs> uh, pastry shell has to be blind baked beforehand, or you will have a soggy bottom. Meringue is expected to be crisp on top, but marshmallow-esque consistency inside. Your lemon curd, or whatever, they, it's not curd, because it's not curd, but your lemon should be soft, but firm. 
It's such a basic bake that Prue expects them all to be able to body it. No, <laughs> that did not happen. I can tell you that. Uh, 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 Matt and uh, Shabir's uh, sweet corn joke did make me chuckle right here. I was like, that's, that's what's up, girl. You know what it is. That's another reason. Like I said, she know what it is, bro. And she can even joke about it. So the sweet corn lemon meringue pie would be an awful. Well, and you know she would have done that shit too. She don't don't like I said she was just sitting there like, oh, okay, everybody's blind baking. I guess I'm about to do that too. But you know oh. what? Props to her because I would have just cried. I would have sat the fuck down, made some tea, and been like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um anything in technical that like that, 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 that get you go got you thinking? Um no. Not really. Well, yeah. that 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 was uh probably the the roughest technical I've ever ever seen as far as like directions go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of feel like uh, Maxie could have came a little higher in that technical. Um, there's a couple of things I was just like, hmm. just just the way it it was judged. I'm I, I I get it, I guess, but like I said, they they need to make a sweet short crust. You know what I'm saying? Pie shell. They all they all know how to do that. They do know all know how to do that. Yeah. Need to make a meringue. They all know how to do that. I, the I feel the bad lemon for part. Abdul. The lemon part and how to bake it was the was basically the challenge here. And uh there you go. So let's get to our judging. Uh Sandro was up first. His look neat, nice color, no leaks, a slightly soggy base, but a nice tart uh lemon filling, and the meringue was good. Abdul's base cracked as it was coming out of the oven. It's not that he cracked it or it was un- baked in a weird way. It uh, it is a not a spring form pan, but I don't know what kind of pan that is. But basically, the pan kind of slipped a little bit and it it hit the shell and it cracked on the way out. And they noticed it. They said it cracked on it. The, they cl- they said it clearly cracked on its way out of the the pan. So they kind of understood that. Uh, because a different kind of crack would have mean it would have leaked, and it, it certainly wasn't doing that. A great base looks luscious. What a turn of phrase, luscious. And the lemons were, of course, tart. Uh, Dawn's a mess. Pastry shell is all over the place and falling apart. Just not enough filling. Why this is of, of an issue is because Dawn says she makes these shits all the time. All the time. She, just her regular thing. And that's exactly what it is. She, It's like, you know how they say you, you, the, you're more like, most likely to get into a car accident when you're close to home. It's because mm-hmm. you get so comfortable around your way, you don't be thinking. Mm-hmm. And she just knew that she knew how to do it. And started fucking up from the word go and you feel bad for her because she just couldn't mm-hmm. get it out in uh yeah is very good john news made a perfect uh, little meringue pie y'all just came through and he knew it too he knew it off the rip <laughs> he's like yeah i'm pretty good at this because he, he just he just rattled off a recipe to you know to the camera where everybody else is sitting there like "Ooh, is that what we do so it's like that was a wild one so Yanush knew what it was carol not neat cracks all around Meringue looks nice, but a bit soggy. Kevin, holes all, all in the base, falling mm-hmm. apart. Prue enjoys the meringue, however. Uh, Shabir, walls too thick, clumsy, soggy underneath, pretty much raw. Tart enough, but far too short a blind bake. Yeah, it came out the oven looking pale as a ghost. And it's like they said, much... The, the wall's too thick, as, as they described it. Uh, Maxi looks like a patchwork quilt, and I'm not sure if they meant that in a good way or a bad way. Like, <laughs> the, 
Like, did she hit the meringue in a way that she was trying to do something? Or what, did she mess something up, you know? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what that meant. Um, but for the most part, when they say shit like that, it, it ain't never nice. Yeah. Um well, as in, as in the as the as it all went, uh, Shabira came in last, too thick, too raw, which I have wrote the Tayro seventeen seven thirteen story. <laughs> too, too, too thick, too raw. Too raw. <laughs> uh, Dawn, the filling was a little narrow, which is just them being so sweet to say it. That shit was, it was basically free of filling. It was mostly a meringue pie, not no lemon. Uh, Carol, pace you all over the place, broken off. Uh, then Kevin is in fifth, Central's fourth, Maxie's third. Now, what would you have done? And where would you have placed uh Maxie? Yeah. Mm, I probably probably I I hmm. from the looks of the pie, I probably would have put her second. Really? Okay. Uh Abdul, pretty good, just a little broken up. Uh Yanush, a perfect little meringue pie. Because he came through with it, man. He, he did the thing, and, and, and it must be respected. Uh, Nick Jew, where your show stopped this week? <sighs> Friends. <laughs> um, yes, but no. I'm always okay. impressed by that little thing they do when they bake something through all the way. Like, that's cool. But, like, is it me? Or are the showstoppers just kind of underwhelming this cycle? I, uh, they'll, they'll kind of they'll pick it up as it goes on. Yeah, and so I we we literally said this last week what we knew it was going to be. It was going to be some gelatin ass shit that somebody was going to use too much gelatin. Like I said, we we walked through this last. If you listen to last week's episode, we knew what it was going to be this week, and they came out and proved us right. <laughs> it's going to be people using too much gelatin or not enough gelatin and it was just going to be what 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 made or broke these uh these uh bakes but the week this week's showstopper was a hidden surprise mousse based dessert that also required them to have three further dessert elements with four and a half hours to complete uh too much gelatin is the enemy of a nice mousse just want y'all to know that uh, Carol named hers Strawberry Fields. It's going to be a chocolate and strawberry mousse surrounding a red velvet strawberry. So what it is, basically, they want them to put something in there that when you cut into it, you'll be like, oh, hey, shit, that was uh, this. In, in Carol's case, a strawberry. Uh, <laughs> Shabira said this, uh, what, she just, what she wants her, to, her dessert to do, and she says she wants it to provide a pleasurable, tingling feeling. She returned to the lemon patch, uh, excuse me, the melon patch for her showstopper with her B positive dessert. Hmm. Uh, on top it was a, a jasmine jelly with a biscuit B in it, uh, a melon mousse surrounding B's and plus signs. It was because she made a B plus joke, B positive, uh, uh, and decorated with honeycomb candy uh, surrounding it. Not once did they mention the honeycomb candy. Trust me, I've watched the episode three times. But honeycomb candy is uh is fun to watch people make. You know what I'm saying? That you boil the sugar and then you hit it with baking soda and it flops right up. It's neat. I would have. I, I don't know. I, they probably filmed it and didn't think much of it. But I think it's a. I think I would have made for a, a fun little bit of edit to have yeah, show I her show. How, yeah, how they how they got to it. Uh, Kevin 
uh, once again, I do not like his title. What the dog dug <laughs> a yard, AKA a garden. Cause you know, they call it garden over there made with banana mousse, chocolate mousse, creme mousseline surrounding a vanilla sponge bone. Uh, it actually likes, I like, I like the idea. I'll, I'll go with that. Just didn't like his title. Dawn was going for a woodland mousse dessert, uh, a lime yogurt mousse surrounding a raspberry mousse shaped like a toadstool with lemon jelly flowers on either side of the toadstool atop a hazelnut dacquois. Y'all know what a dacquois is? No. I feel like we've talked about it on here. Yeah, we've talked about it, but I don't remember. A dacquois is a French dessert cake made with layers of almond and hazelnut meringue and whipped cream or buttercream on a buttery biscuit base. But the term dacquois can also refer to just the nut meringue layer itself, which is what I believe Dawn was going for for her forced floor. So, word to her, uh, Dawn on the Dacroix, which is one of the French words that they are forced to pronounce right because ain't no English way you're going to get to it. <laughs> they are made to say, say it correctly. Sandro, it's a moose world, a globe made of white chocolate mousse surrounding a lemon, a lemon sponge, which itself surrounds a Prosecco and fruit jelly core with a, with, with a, a panna cotta uh, in there somewhere as well. Prue straight up told him, I don't think you can do this. And uh, Sandro took that personally. I just want y'all to know that. Uh, <laughs> Abdul came through with a little galaxy. Uh, he made a blackberry mousse surrounded in almond crunch sponge with a with little cake pop planets throughout it, filled with a yuzu curd, with the entire thing covered in a mirror glaze and more cake pops uh, decorating the tops of it, top of the cake. Yadush made a cake within a cake. Uh, it's a Roy G. Biv colored layers of cake uh, made with made to look like a cupcake with white and red whipped cream in a chocolate sponge box surrounded by a chocolate mousse, then decorated in piped Roy G. Biv uh, rainbow colors. Y'all know what I'm saying. Uh, and uh, I didn't like that he went. Well, we'll get to it. I get we'll talk about the jelly judging uh, Sandro's jelly set where Dawn's was a bit wobbly. And I like that they did that comparison. Like, look. It can be done clearly in the same amount of time. What about yours did you do wrong that he did right? I'm saying it's just a question. Uh, Maxie went with a sunset surprise where she made a lemon Swiss roll, which represented the sun, and put that in the center, surrounded by a strawberry mousse, a vanilla mousse with a layer of lemon curd. It's Maxie's first time making a mousse. In my notes, I wrote, I don't like the Yanus went for drips two weeks straight. <laughs> and also Follow said, I, Abdul clearly used far too much jealousy <laughs> as, 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 as I watched him uh, decorate it. But am I right? Well, let's go to judging and find out. Abdul, a beautiful miracle lace. Like, Prue was so taken aback by how pretty his cake looked. And if you look at it, yes, it's absolutely gorgeous. The mousse is lovely. The usual curd, too much jealousy. The marble effect, like rubber. So, yeah, I knew he had used much uh, Jellison and uh, the judging back that claim up. You should have saw when he was pouring. I was like, no, it did look like it looked like like he's like a melted balloon. It was. I don't know, bro. It's like I get it. But there, y'all got to get that dialed in. But whatever. Maxie, I love that Prue described it. It was so exuberant. That's how she that, that it's so, it, was, it was. It was really beautifully decorated, y'all. Uh, the Swiss roll sunset was perfect. The lemon curd, on the other hand, was too gelatinous. But the mousses, Prue described as absolutely beautiful. My Again, it's the first time this woman has made mousse. 
and and actually knocked it out the park. So I love it. Kevin's looks funny in a good way, not a, not a bad way. This situation, uh, Prue was uh, really impressed with his, his overall look. Unfortunately, the cake was tough. The chocolate mousse was heaven, but the banana mousse, once again, too much gelatin. Yanus, wonderful, strong colors. Mousse and sponge good, wonderful mixture of flavors. Like I said, Yanus came, came to not play after that uh, poor showing in the signature. So uh, I, I was glad he came through. And I was like, oh, yeah, you could easily be Starbaker this week. Uh, Shabir, her B template lost its way is how Paul described it. But the ideal is sweet. Uh, the textures were perfect, but the flavor was, in this case, far too subtle because then she just went with the natural flavor of melon. And like Nick said earlier, watermelon don't be doing that. Uh, freeze-dried fruits. Uh, we Like I said, we washed it before. It works well. That's how you end up getting the intensity of the flavor that you want, but without it tasting like uh, you know a bunch of chemicals. So tell you, she'll get that dialed in. But the one Hopefully. thing I, I didn't know how she got back together was that B. Because the first time when she was taking it towards the refrigerator, it started to separate again. So I don't know how she got that shit together. That was a miracle. I mean, she just get the she she, she two picked them hoes down. Like she was uh like you ever dissect the frog in in, in school? <laughs> the pins. Hit them pins in just the right places and made that shit sit right. But they knew it, because like I said, it was already kind of broken up as it was coming out the mold that she had uh, baked it in. So it's already broken in that regard. If I'm, in my opinion, she should have made several of those. That way she had some backups. Also, you know how you want to float stuff in Jello? You got to wait till it's a little set up before you go putting it in there. And she did the wrong. She did the opposite of that. She just poured the shit right on top. But I'm like, that's not that's not going to work like you think it's going to work. But we ain't all, you know, raised in America, learning how to, you know, our Jello techniques. So... so <laughs> That's just on me. Uh, Sandro's cake looks amazing. Absolutely astonishing. To make that with mousse is impressive. Chocolate mousse is mousse-like, light, and perfect. Love the textures and enjoy the flavors as well because Sandro came through this week kicking down doors. And did. Be respected. <laughs> and I was like, it was gorgeous. He made a whole ass globe out of mousse. It's like insane. Trust me, I've seen a couple people try to make some moose things, spherical moose things on the show. It never works. It's always either too much jealous, so it's just a, a rubber ball, or uh, gelatin, forgive me, or too little, and it just runs all over the table and people be crying because <laughs> they didn't get it right. Yeah, because usually um, a couple, like a couple times throughout the seasons, they do that um, the one thing where they put it in the bowl and they make the jelly rolls and they cut them yeah. and. The trick is to let it set. Then you got to turn it over for um for for when you're presenting. And yeah, a lot of crying all the time with that. Uh, Carol looks very seventies. Another return of the friend, the Fanny Craddock uh, joke, which we talked about a few weeks back. So go back and look. I've told you who Fanny, Fanny Craddock was. Strawberry mousse was fantastic. The chocolate one, unfortunately, too gelatinous. And uh just want you to know that is three strikes for Carol. Three strikes. Just going to remind you of that before we get any further. <laughs> and it looked decent. Also, it kind of looked decent, too. Poor thing. It's just like one one major element in each of her bakes was just fucked up this week. The, you know what I'm saying? Two, so, so her mousse is too jealous, and they said the cake was tough as well. So it's like, you know, three out of things you tried to do, two out of the three things you tried to do was not working. So <laughs> just... 
pointing that out to y'all. Dawn, <laughs> the way they describe this is gone a bit wayward. Uh, but they was like, so wait, that's supposed to be a mushroom? She's like, yeah. And what's that right on the other side? There's supposed to be some flowers. Which is not look like flowers. Yeah, she goes, but I want to leave them in there because because yeah. even she appreciates, she knew the sharpness of the jelly would go well with the mousse. And uh, the judges agree. The sharpness of the jelly is delicious. The mousses were creamy and a great texture. The mousse and the dacqua together were uh, perfect. But of course, no real surprise. And because, you know, nothing worked out for her design-wise. Her saving grace, in my opinion, and of course, everybody, you know what I'm saying, is just how good it was. The shit was good. It was ugly as sin, but it was tasty. So you can't, so like so, sometimes it'll, that'll cover up all the, you know, all sins. <laughs> so that's how Dawn made it out, made it out alive this week. Trust. I know she was on the, on the, on the, man, and Kevin. Like, uh, anyway. Star Baker this week is the globe trotter himself, my man Sandro. And he earned it. He may not have got that handshake, but he got that damn, uh, he got that damn Star Baker. And wow, I was, I, I shouldn't be proud of a stranger, but I was. So there you go. Sent home this week was, of course, the three striker Carol, who I told you was going home. <laughs> she needs to take her ass home. I don't even know why they were trying to pretend like Don was going home. Like, no, she needs to take her ass home. <laughs> As with nearly every baker, she reached the the limit of her technical abilities. Yeah. Not knowing that that water wasn't hot enough, or just or just not caring that that water was. Hot. Everybody else, you saw they 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 actually because of course they filmed it. They showed them running them taps for a while, letting that water get good and hot. And there you go. And then her, she just turned the turned that turned the left tap on, filled that thing up, and threw it in the oven. I'm like no, baby, that, none of and that. And she is right. knew that was what baffled me. She totally knew. Yes, she knew <laughs> because she knew and. Uh, it is. It is sad. She said she'd go home and uh, go weed the garden, and uh, that's about right. Go ahead and do that. Go, go get yourself some time and at home, and know that you did pretty well and made it five weeks into the Great British Bake Off, and and did okay. Like I said, it's not. This is this was just this was it. This is where, like I said, she reached the limit of her expertise, and was sent on her merry way. Now, as I as as I watch the show. I am way more excited for Abdul than I was early on. Uh, I truly think Kevin's going home uh, this week. I just, I, I, I <laughs> he, he's a risk taker in the worst way. Where Shabir does interesting things, Kevin just be like, ah, just, I, I'm trying to bring the Clooney back. Like, bruh, nobody wants that. Yo, yo, Scotsmans don't want that. So why you think it's gonna? Why, why you think you're gonna make fetch happen? You simply aren't. And uh, next week's theme is Halloween week, uh, a theme I have no recollection of ever doing in the past. Uh, so I'm like, that's gonna be well. In, in theory, it should be very fun, and uh, we'll see Black how it all plays out. Now, won't we? <laughs> uh, I think, I think that like Abdul. I'm ready for Abdul to like put his foot on the gas because he has the he has the intangibles, as they say. Yeah, I'm just ready for him to. It, it, probably bread week was his week, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but I'm waiting for my man to to pull up. I'm just, like I'm not saying that they have completely righted the wrongs of Mexican week, but see what happens when you go back to your lane. What a lovely little episode this was. It really was. It really was. Uh, I, and I, I feel I, like 
they even knew because Matt pointed out that he goes, oh, guess what? It's a baking show. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to bake. I'm like, yes, Matt, <laughs> which y'all didn't do last week. <laughs> y'all, mm-hmm. y'all. <laughs> so. I, I do like Abdul, but I kind of feel like um, he's one of those people that we've seen throughout the seasons that are, that is good at decorating. But when it comes to the bacon, that's the part he has to catch up on because he's the only person this season that was just like, hey, taste this, man. Um, this ain't good. <laughs> well, he got COVID. He, had a, he got COVID. He did, he, yeah, he did really well in, sec- in signature. He did really well in, in technical as well this week. Like I said, it's just that getting that jealous and dialed in. Yeah, he will. It's one of the things where like I can see you fixing that. I can see Shabira, like I said, I know Shabira will get get will get right going forward as well. I know she sees where her errors were at, and it's like okay, I need to work on these things. And I think I feel like she certainly will. Uh, Coming up on this uh, this next week. I'm not saying Shabir should have went home, but if you recall, <laughs> my man Jurgen had one bad week, and they sent him home. So you one of the best bakers in the tent, and you have one week where you shit the bed for every bake, and you're not even in the conversation to go home. I mean, well, Paul but, mentioned her. Paul yeah, mentioned yeah. her, but you could tell he wasn't being serious. He was just like, oh, Shabir <laughs> fucked up this week. <laughs> well, when they let him go. That was like during the like the was that the la- the second from the last it was. episode. It was, yes, it was. So I still don't think he should have went home. Justice for Jurgen. <laughs> I uh, I'll never forget. What I'm very happy about is that uh, of the seven remaining bakers in this tent, uh, four of them are people of color. Yes, I go I go way up for that, but also you know what I'm saying. Uh, and, and, uh, I know we 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 think we know uh, Sandro is out, but I've never you know saying he, I ain't seen nothing seen it anywhere, so I can't call it if Sandro's out. But at least one out gay man and another who is gay who is I have not come across him saying hey I'm gay. But everybody the internet seems to know he has said that somewhere, so I, I, I trust them saying it's like dope. Uh, oh, and and an uh, older lady. I'm not saying she's seen that. I ain't really dig the joke of Paul calling her mom. That was weird. Like bro, that's was. lightweight disrespectful. But I'm, a, but she seemed to let it walk. So I guess we'll we'll let her walk. But he lucky too because Carol. Uh, I mean, because Don is a shooter. She's she she quick with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's like I'm just as old as you. Yeah, right. that's exactly what I'm like, bro. I like, bro, I ain't that much older. You probably like if I if I looked it up, it probably just a couple of years difference. But I don't know. I'm uh I am of course excited for uh next. I did not. Check our poll results. I guess I should do that, shouldn't I? I wrote that poll in a way I was unhappy with. So if the poll results are, are, are weird, yeah, funky, I didn't know how to answer. Yeah, I didn't know how to answer. Yeah. That's me. That's me. I, I, my apologies. That that poll literally fifty fifty. So I can't do nothing with it. <laughs> and like I said, I, I, once I I published it, and I was like, that's written in a funky way. And I couldn't go back. You can't go back and fix it. So oh, I was right. stuck. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't even know what this week's poll could be, but uh, we'll figure it out here in, in post. But that was week five in the tent. Dessert week is gone. Next week is Halloween. And that is exciting for what it could possibly be. But I don't know. I, I don't know who does and does not celebrate Halloween around the planet. So I don't I don't want to make leaps and assumptions about how it is how it is celebrated. And so we'll see how it goes now. But uh that is Nick Ju. 
Uh, yay, Sandro Starbaker. Correct. That is uh, Tatum, 206. Maxi, always the, the star of my heart. Love you some Maxi. Uh, Sandro deserves a handshake. Damn it. <laughs> I am the Internet Sarah 713. We will catch you in the scent next week. Until then, I don't know. Uh, get your bake on, man. Just get all fabulous with it. Hey, what happened to you? You used to be beautiful.